We're back in the Second String Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Friday, positive vibes only. Nice little uh, end of the week here. We made it. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a phenomenal week. Hope you're having a good dinner tonight. Maybe getting some tacos. Anyone getting tacos out there? That's like a nice, I feel like Friday dinner kind of hits a little different. It's a great, 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 great way to set the tone for the weekend. Really overlooked too. You think Friday, when you think set the tone, you probably are thinking, all right, what are we going to do socially? Are we going to go to the bar? Am I going to go see a movie? Excuse me. Are we going to see a play? What's going on? What am I doing socially? Right? See, you mix in a dinner. You mix in a dinner now the baseline, something that j- is usually mundane, like, oh, whatever, we're just, I, I have to eat food, I'm a human. All of a sudden, that gets a little spiced. That gets some, we, we invite some friends, we go to the nice restaurant, you put on those shoes you like, but you only wear for special, like, special occasions because you're afraid to get them dirty, right? That sets the tone for the weekend. All of a sudden, the weekend, your first meal your dinner to kick the weekend off, the most mundane. It doesn't have to be special. That's special. Now we got a baseline for Saturday and Sunday. Now we're talking. Now, now Saturday at the bare minimum, you're going out to eat with some friends. That's the worst you can do on Saturday. It's a sneaky tone setter for the weekend. Tacos, great food. Great food. If you're going to go out drinking afterwards, I feel like tacos are one of the all-time restaurant skimps you foods. Like, oh, the order of the tacos, they're 10 bucks. Oh, you get three tacos. Oh, okay. What they don't tell you is that three tacos is about four bites. That's what they don't tell you. All-time restaurant skimp job, but it kind of plays on the weekends because then all of a sudden now you're going out, you're drinking, you're probably drinking during dinner. Now, since you had the equivalent of baby food for dinner, you don't have to worry about that beer or whatever it is sitting like a rock in your stomach. You can go out on the dance floor. Whitney Houston comes on, you can hit a 180 splits and you don't have to worry about getting upset. You don't have to worry about that stomach starting to gurgle, right? It prevents that. It prevents the over stomach crowding, the bloating, the rock in the stomach effect, however you call it. You know what I'm talking about. When you're like, you're halfway through your second beer and you're, you're sitting there like, oh man. I don't even know if I can drink water, let alone beer. Like this is, you're just miserable at that point. The only thing you want to do is go home and lay down on your couch and just wait for this terrible feeling to pass. But you're at the bar. You got roped out with your seven other friends. They keep asking you to get up and dance, right? Like you're sitting there, you're watching the game, you're having, you're whatever. You're making the best out of the situation, but all of a sudden now you're getting pulled up by your arm. Like, come on, come on. You're going to throw up. If you try to hit a move, you try to do a little break dance, right? Summer loving happens so fast. That comes on, you're going to throw up. That's what your stomach's telling you. Tacos will let you avoid that real sneaky play. Although if you're in the mood to really feast, like you, the next thing on your schedule is going home and laying on the couch. Tacos, probably not the play. If you're hitting the town, if you got to stay light on your feet, you're like Floyd money Mayweather with it. Tacos, nice play, right? You're going to get ripped off those three tacos in your head. You're like, wow, three whole tacos. That's not what you think it is. That's, that's like a banana and a half worth of food, right? Barely anything. 
but they play when the drinking comes into the equation. Once that fifth beer goes down and you don't even realize, right? Like you haven't even felt a thing in your stomach. You could eat more. You're at one of those points. Like someone offers you a slice. You could take some more food. That's the Goldilocks zone. That's where you want to be when you hit the town. So tacos, interesting, interesting dynamic there as a weekend dinner. But anyways, hope you're eating some tacos tonight. What I do want to talk about today is the GOAT. Michael Jordan. LeBron James. Babe Ruth. Wayne Gretzky. Joey Chestnut. Francis Bourgeois. This guy might be my favorite human being on the planet. And Mel Tucker exists. This guy, if you don't know who Francis Bourgeois is, by the way, what a name, man. Like, you know someone's got it going. If someone's talented, whatever it is their thing, people like them for, you know someone's got it going when you can't even make it past their name without just salivating over it. Francis Bourgeois. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. And if you don't know who it is, based off that name, there's a million different things. This guy, in your brain right now, you're like, Francis Bourgeois, what what could be, why? Who is it? Is he an athlete? Is he a soccer player, right? Does he Is he a chef? Is he a pastry chef? What does this guy do? What uh, Francis Bourgeois, is he an F1 driver? I mean, he's doing something. Is he an artist? Is he a painter? Something. Does he? Is he the manager of the Louvre? When you can't make it past the name, you're cooking with gas. Francis Bourgeois, if you haven't seen this guy, I don't know. If you're a social media person, like you enjoy going on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and looking at funny videos, finding shit that makes you laugh, whatever, content. If you're into that, if that's you spend, you know, before bed for a half hour, you're just mindlessly scrolling like the rest of the human population, just turning your brain into soup. You've had to have come across this guy. He is Francis Bourgeois, Bourgeois, the train spotting extraordinaire. This guy has gone mega viral. He has like 500 something, 600,000 followers on Instagram, a milli on TikTok. And all he does is go train spotting. Now you're probably thinking, what the fuck is train spotting? It You go and spot trains. That's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. You're not driving the trains. You're not going for a ride on the trains, right? You're not looking at the engineering. You're standing on a bridge, on the side of the road, wherever, at a station, wherever Francis may find himself on that particular day. You're standing, the train comes through, you look at the train, you wave, and it that's it. As quickly as it comes, it's gone. Maybe you get, I don't know, a minute worth of train visual, eye, eyeballs on train, eyeballs on locomotive. It comes and it goes. And this guy, I've never seen a human being more passionate about anything on earth, to be honest with you. I've never seen something bring me, something that I, to be no offense to Francis, he's my guy. I would maybe take a bullet for Francis at this point, but ne I've never seen something that I literally couldn't care less about make me so happy. I'm like, now all of a sudden, if I saw a train, most of us, 99% of the human population, you see a train, you're like, God damn it. Now I got to sit at this light. I hate trains. You're in East Lansing. You hear a train. It's 3 a.m. You're like, dude, I'm trying to fucking sleep. Why does that train have to blow its horn? 
most connotations with train most time most times the normal person has met with a train it's been it's bad because you're either waiting now like that light went from 30 seconds to 20 minutes or you're being woken up by its obnoxious tones <laughs> or i don't know it's a train set and your dad's like hey help me set this up and you're like dad i don't like, do we have to do the train set? Like, really? I'd rather there's a football game on. Not not often are we hanging out on trains or, or by trains, near trains, looking at trains, really anything to do with trains and coming away with the feeling of, wow, that was the best. Francis can't help but have that feeling. It's an unbelievable thing he does. And it's not like, like if you haven't seen his videos, if you haven't seen his videos, I don't know what you're waiting for. The guy's fucking unbelievable. He's so entertaining. He's hilarious to watch. This guy's hilarious. This guy's so funny. Talking about trains. He comes at the trains go by and he's like, Oh, thank you, Gordon. Ooh. <laughs> he like, I don't even know. He he's possessed by giggles. These trains, they don't do anything. They're, they're fucking trains, bro. They're on a railroad. They don't like do donuts in the parking lot. The train goes straight down the tracks and puts its horn on. And this kid, you would think Santa Claus just showed up and gave him a pony. Like it's uncanny what they do to this guy. Like there is some kind of, I don't even know how you get to this level of happiness. Like when Michigan state, for instance, I'm fucking obsessed with sports, obviously, when MSU beat Michigan this year, I was gassed. Unbelievable mood. Unbelievable feeling. So happy. This guy, Francis, sees a train he's seen 20 times before, and they, I'm like, damn, bro. I don't know if I'd feel that if State won the national championship. And this guy's seeing his old pal Gordon for the 10th time. It's uncanny how happy trains make him. I honestly, there's, everybody says it. Like you listen to rappers, actors, whatever. Most people who do creative things and are famous and really successful, they're like, well, you gotta, you gotta find your passion. You gotta do what you love. You gotta find something that you truly enjoy doing. And then you'll never work a day in your life. Then you'll, if you care about it, you'll really want to be the best and you'll be successful. Blah, 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 blah. Like Russ always says it. He's like, my passion's making music. I don't care about like, that's all I care about. That's why I do it all day. It makes me happy. I like, that's great. Russ is a multimillionaire, super successful. I'm sure he makes music all day. He's not passionate like this Francis guy, like nobody on earth. If you think there's something you like, or you're, you're passionate about, no, not like this guy. Nobody on earth is passionate, is as passionate about anything as Francis Bourgeois is about trains, trains trains bro how do you how does a person even get into trains how do you how where does that start trains bro there aren't train races that are on television your dad isn't taking you to the well i guess he said is he would demand or he would get his parents to take him to the train station on the weekends <laughs> but like trains like just from riding the trains like you went somewhere you went to the grocery store with your parents and they said yeah we're gonna take the train and ever since then, you've just been like, holy shit, dude. These things are fucking incredible. Is that, that's it? That's how it went down? It's unreal. Like, I wish, I love sports. I like making the podcasts. I like doing the TikToks, making the shirts, all that shit. It's fun. It's cool to see when people like it, all that good stuff. I wish 
I liked any of that stuff nearly as much as this guy likes trains. And the fact that maybe the most impressive thing, but that's why I say Jordan. That's why I say Jordan. Let me take a sip of this coffee. It's, you know me, like when the coffee gets cold, I'm out. I just, I'll pour it out and I don't like to be wasteful. So let me, let me just get in on this real quick. Ooh, a little warm, to be honest with you. It's still a little bit hot, but, you know, we'll go on for another. Yeah, that's the stuff. That's why I say Jordan, though. Guys like Jordan, Kobe, RIP, who just, their lives revolved around basketball. They didn't give a shit about anything that wasn't related to basketball. Their mind, on a 24-hour basis, every single 24 hours, Nothing that didn't have to do with basketball crossed their mind. That's how this guy is with trains. Honest to God. Like you can tell if you were like, Hey Francis, we're going to go to the world cup final with Margot Robbie. And then afterwards we're going to go to Leonardo DiCaprio's. He'd be like, Oh, um, yeah, that's great. But there's this new train I'd like to see. So I'm just going to pass on that. Like that level of commitment, that level of enjoyment. It's unbelievable. The focus, the dedication to the craft, to trains, to trains. We're not talking about sports. We're not talking about movies. We're not talking about being an athlete. We're not talking about an accountant. We're talking about trains, not building trains, not designing trains, not working on trains, not driving trains, not riding on trains, standing in a spot and watching a train pass. That's it. Nothing. No, like that's it. Nothing else. Just standing and watching a train. And if we're lucky, maybe we'll hear a few tones. That's it. I wish I, I wish this guy, I wish I could just, the magic could rub off on me, dude. This guy, when he sees trains, I don't know how old he is. I assume he's like early twenties. He looks pretty young. When this guy sees a train, he's like a five-year-old kid who just got a candy bar. It's fucking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'd like to just study his brain. I'd like to replicate his brain and just see, like, can we make anybody that pet? Like, maybe there's someone who's just addicted to fucking carrot farmers. What if that existed? What if we could replicate this Francis character's brain? And make someone just, oh, you're obsessed. Like you have this same level of passion and energy and enjoyment. But instead of trains, we're going to make someone who's just fucking obsessed with carrot farmers. Maybe the next bo- most boring thing, carrot farmers. I don't, I don't, carrot farmers, what? You're going to stand out in the field and just watch them grow? There's nothing there. But if you could harness the level of entertainment, the level of happiness that this guy's got for trains and apply it to literally anything. You could make a guy fall in love with being a bus boy. You could make a guy, he would build a TikTok account with billions of followers. And all he's going to do is go to diner to diner and be like, Oh my God, look at this dishwasher. It does. It fits so many cups in it. Honest to God, like you could make somebody passionate about worms, about dirt types, soils, Those people probably exist, actually. Soil people. I know like MSU got a great turf grass management. I feel like a lot of those people, you're probably well-versed in the soil game. Dwight Schrute 
I guess I was well versed in the soil game. I guess that and farmers probably hand in hand. Make someone obsessed with bananas. How do bananas get grown? Where do bananas come from? What about bananas do we like? What makes human beings like? You could make anybody obsessed with fucking anything, dude. Cutting lawns. Like, hey, yeah, you have these landscape companies. Guess what? I'm going to figure out a way to do it 10 billion times better than you. And I'm going to, for fun on my Saturdays, I'm going to just go out and watch other people mow lawns. Like, go, I'm going to buy tickets to the Tigers game, right? I'm going to go to a baseball field. I don't, I'm not going to watch the game. I'm going to get there three hours early, watch them cut the grass, and then I'm going to leave. You could do that. If, and if you had this level of passion, you could be passionate about fucking paper. <laughs> Shout out to Under Mifflin. You could be passionate about types of paper. I mean, the, the options are truly endless. And that's the best part about this guy. Like, I don't care about trains. I don't know shit about trains. All I know about trains is Thomas, and they're the only form of transportation in the world of Harry Potter. That's it. It's the only thing I know about trains. Right? I don't know any locomotives. I don't even totally, I mean, to be honest with you, like I, I can't say I'm totally certain how trains even work. Um, I like when they blow the steam whistle. Dude, like that's kind of cool, I guess. They play a very big part in movies. Like trains are a great little movie, like at the train station, great scene. Someone's leaving. Maybe one of those scenes where you like, you're getting tailed. Skyfall, you get on the train, you get off the train. That's pretty much it though. Like I don't, I'm not a train guy. I'm not hanging out watching documentaries about trains. I'm not going behind, behind the target and looking at the train drive by. And this guy makes you love them. He makes you happy because he's happy. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I don't care about trains. I do now. I kind of like trains now because of Francis. Thank you.